Welcome back to this week's episode of Grief with Grace. This is a very tender week for me. It was eight years ago yesterday, on June 13th of 2014, that my mom turned 90. She had been in the hospital since the Sunday before when she fell and broke her hip. And the following day, so eight years ago today, on June 14th, she went back to spirit. And my sons, Steve and Greg, and I were all around her bedside as she took her last breath. It was truly one of the most sacred experiences of my life. But the memories, they're both painful and they're beautiful. Without me even asking, my son Greg, who is also now in spirit, if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know that. Greg stayed with me for an entire week after my mom's return to spirit. He slept on my sofa. I didn't ask him to. He just would not leave me alone. He was there for me. And I don't think I've ever shared this on the podcast, but We had a birthday party for my mom in her hospital room the day before she left um, on her birthday, and we all gave her birthday cards. She was basically in a coma, but I think, if I remember correctly, Greg and Steve bought her the same cards, um, which tends to happen frequently in my family. It's kind of interesting, but they both bought her the same card, and they each wrote her lovely notes in the cards the cards that they gave her, but in his Greg wrote the most beautiful letter to her. And part of it read, as long as I live, your daughter will be taken care of. That was my son, Greg. That was the bond we had and the bond we still have. Uh, So this is a really, really tender week. But I remember sitting in my mom's hospital room that last night and looking out the window at the full moon. It was so bright and so beautiful. And I remember thinking of my dad and my uncles, my mom's brothers, and my grandparents, who I knew were all waiting for my mom. So today we have another full moon. So let's see what healing opportunities this full moon has for us. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life, but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that, I found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy, and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed, and inspired on your journey to wholeness. Blending the practical with the spiritual, each week my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. So today's full moon is called a super full moon, and its nickname is the strawberry moon. Now, it's called a super full moon because it comes much closer to the earth than some other full moons do, so it appears to be much closer and brighter. It's also called the strawberry moon, and doesn't that sound yummy and delicious? So as I was researching this um, this particular full moon, I learned that there is a lot of comfort, a lot of energy around comfort with this particular full moon. Now, comfort is a really interesting word, isn't it? We want to feel comfortable. And most of the time, we don't like feeling uncomfortable. 
And yet, when we are comfortable, we tend to become stagnant. That's when we kind of go through the motions in life. And frankly, we tend to take things for granted. Growth and healing don't happen when we're comfortable. Hate to say it, but you know, from experience, from living, having lived 62 plus years on this planet, I know that it's true. Growth and healing happen in the discomfort when we get out of those proverbial comfort zones and we stretch ourselves. So the first question I have that came up um, as I was preparing for this, as I was meditating was, how can you take a step out of your comfort zone this week while we're in these full moon energies and stretch yourself in your healing? And remember, full moons are also about releasing. So in the Northern Hemisphere, we are on the brink of releasing spring and embracing summer. In the Southern Hemisphere, you're about to release autumn and welcome in the the quieter, more introspective time of winter. Since this full moon falls during Gemini season, but the moon itself, let let me be clear, The sun is in Gemini, so we're in Gemini season, but the moon itself, this full moon, will be in the sign of Sagittarius. So you may find your thoughts swirling all over the place and more active than usual. And that's because Gemini is an air sign, which is all about the mental realms. And Sagittarius is a fire sign, which is very active. So there's a lot of activity, a lot of mental activity going on right now. So the thing that I want you to remember is to be aware of your thoughts over the next few days and don't believe everything you think. Question your thoughts. Ask yourself, is this really true or is this just a story I'm telling myself? Is it something I heard somewhere, maybe long ago from a parent, a teacher, someone you looked up to, a mentor, and you just automatically absorbed it, integrated it, and believed it to be true. So get curious about your thoughts. Challenge your thoughts. A great question. I just remembered um, a question that I love to ask myself when I want to question my thoughts is, what if the opposite were true? How would that change my life? And what if I shifted my perspective around this? Those are all really good questions to ask yourself when you find yourself judging anyone else or yourself or something or a belief or something, whatever it might be. Those are some of the best questions you can ask yourself when you start to find yourself judging someone or something else or yourself or your thoughts. Now, something else that's important to remember is I talked recently about Mercury being in retrograde. Well, Mercury went direct, I think it was on June 3rd, so about 10 days ago. But Mercury is the planetary planetary ruler of Gemini. And today, Mercury moves into the sign of Gemini. And so it feels, Mercury feels very at home in Gemini. When you think about the planets, this is so fascinating to me about how all of this interweaves and plays together. But when you think about the planets and the signs and the cosmos and all this amazing stuff, It's like there's one big cosmic dance going on all the time. The planets like to change partners, but there's one partner that's like like their main partner, the one they have a, a natural synchronicity with that's really magical. And Mercury and Gemini have that magical synchronistic partnership. So over the next three weeks, while Mercury is in Gemini, which means our thoughts will be traveling at warp speed, 
our ability to communicate is going to be very sharp and witty. Allow that. Have fun with it. You know, as I say that, something comes to mind. One thing that I have experienced with my clients is that when we have experienced deep trauma or loss, we tend to shut down any fun or or joy or lightheartedness. Most of the time, the underlying reason for that is something like guilt or shame. I won't go into all that now, but just be aware of any tendencies you have for that. If you tend to shut down when you feel when you feel like laughing or when you find yourself laughing, when you find yourself enjoying life, just notice that. And then see if you can take your level of fun, your ability to laugh, your capacity to enjoy life to a new level. Life has been very heavy for the entire planet the last couple of years and for some of us for a lot longer than that. So see if you can allow yourself to experience those things, you know, fun and joy and laughter and adventure. See if you can allow yourself to experience them a little bit more without stopping them, without cutting them short. Allow the full expression of them. Allow them to allow yourself to experience the fullness of them. That's the best way to um, to describe what I'm inviting you to do. So this full moon and Mercury moving into Gemini also gives us a really unique opportunity for healing in the realm of relationships. If you have been hurt in a past relationship, and let's face it, most of us have, use these energies to help heal from that experience. This is also true if you are the one that hurt someone else in a relationship. With releasing being such an important aspect of a full moon, use that energy to release any of the emotions that you're carrying around about past relationships that haven't been serving you. So it might be something like guilt or shame or regret or anger or sadness, whatever it might be. Release it and allow yourself the healing that comes from the release because there will be a healing. And part of this might also include crying. Don't stop yourself from letting the tears flow. If you feel the tears start to well up, Allow yourself to feel, to cry and feel everything that comes up when you do, because the release that comes after that is going to shift your healing experience. It's going to move you forward on your healing path. Now, there's something else, though, that I want you to be aware of right now in this energetic cycle is that, and it's that Neptune is very active right now. And Neptune is the planet of things like dreams and illusions and escapism. So Neptune, the energy of Neptune can cause us to feel somewhat confused and almost like we have brain fog. With healing, Neptune's influence might cause you to doubt yourself, doubt what intuition you hear or feel or receive, doubt what you've been feeling your next steps are. We, I believe we are being called to trust ourselves in the midst of the confusion because that's what Neptune does. It creates the fogginess and the confusion so that we are forced to go inward, to listen to and to trust our intuition because Neptune is also the planet of spirituality. And I will share with you that if you know anything about astrology, and I won't go into what all this means, but for those of you who know anything about astrology, in my chart, Neptune is in Scorpio in the 12th house. 
So that is some really deep, intense energy that I came in with. And that is why I am so passionate about doing this work, about helping people heal, because I do have the capacity to go to those dark places and help bring people back into the light, help them heal so that they can shine the light that is still within them, even when they can't see it for themselves or can't feel it for themselves. But this full moon is in Sagittarius. Like I said, the sun is right now in Gemini, but the moon is moving into Sagittarius. Gemini and Sagittarius are opposite signs. And so the sun will be shining directly on the moon. And Sagittarius is the adventurer. Um, It's the traveler with all of its fiery energy. So Sag will inspire you to take bold actions on the guidance that you get from your intuition. So notice what makes you curious, what you're drawn to, what you, mm, I'm just going to say what you might be afraid of pursuing, of like dipping your toe into the water investigate those things. Don't let the fogginess and confusion paralyze you into inaction because Sagittarius does not like inaction. It's all about action. It's all about movement. Think about fire. Fire moves. It doesn't just sit still. Even a candle flame that might look like it is perfectly still at one point, all of a sudden it will start to move and and, um, it doesn't stay still. So do the releasing that I mentioned a few minutes ago, and then take action without carrying that energetic heaviness with you. Because when you do the releasing, you've released the energies of whatever it is, whether it's from a relationship or from an experience, a loss, a trauma, whatever it is, release that so that you can move forward in life and on your healing journey with more of a sense of lightness. It doesn't mean you release the love. It doesn't mean you release the, the learning. Um, And I'm thinking more about relationships that didn't work out right now, not so much loss, but, um, you know, think about the learning and the growth, take those things forward with you, but leave the heavy emotions, the heavy, dense energies that I mentioned earlier, leave those, release those, transmute those into something higher in vibration as you move forward. Now, also Sagittarius is represented by the archer. And I I was thinking about... um, So have you ever done archery? I did it a few times in summer camps growing up. It's hard, especially when you're a kid, right? A little kid, especially, you know, a girl. Um, And it hurts like, you know what, when that, that bow snaps back against your arm. But true archers are so graceful and they make the process look seamless. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch because it does, it just looks seamless. They aim for where they want the arrow to go. And then they focus and then they release and they trust and it takes practice. It doesn't happen the first time they do it. It probably doesn't happen the 50th time they do it, but with repetitive practice, they're able to make it look seamless. So where do you want to go on your healing journey? Have something you're aiming for, something you're looking toward, whether you call it a goal or an intention, whatever verbiage works for you, use that. But where do you want to go on your healing journey? Use that as your guiding light, as your North Star. And then ask yourself, how can you make it an adventure? Because when we can bring a sense of playfulness and fun and lightheartedness 
into whatever it is we're doing in life. It makes the experience so much more profound and enjoyable, even if we don't accomplish what it is that we that we're aiming for, to use the archery example. Um, it's about the journey, not the destination. And so if you can release some of what isn't serving you on your journey forward, it's going to make the journey so much more enjoyable for you, so much lighter. That is part of how I've been able to heal in the way that I have. And at the, I'll use a client's words. These were not my words, um, but, but I do understand what she meant. Um, she said, it's like you have healed at an accelerated rate. And it's because of shifting the lower level energies and emotions. Being able to do that in the first year of my son's passing was so transformative for me. And I credit my healing journey and where I am now to that. And I look at other moms whose children went to spirit around the same time Greg did, you know, within six months of either side. And I see the difference. And I'm not saying that I'm better than anybody else because, my gosh, I am not. I was just able to heal in a different way that has allowed me to continue living my life in a way that I, I pray makes an impact on other people and that makes Greg and my mom and my dad and all my ancestors and my son, Steve, and his children proud of me. That's the legacy that I'm trying to create. So ask yourself, what legacy are you? do you want to leave? And do you want to create? And what legacy do you want to live? Because that's what I'm doing. I'm living my legacy. I'm not waiting until I'm gone for you know someone else to decide what my legacy is. I am living it. So what legacy do you want to create and live? Because a legacy doesn't do you any good if, if it comes after the fact. You get to choose it right here, right now. It's up to you. And if you can make it, make parts of it fun. I'm not saying my life is filled with fun all the time because it's not. It's filled with tears. It's filled with heartache. It's filled with grief. But it's also filled with joy and laughter and lightheartedness and friends and good food and, you know, all the things, right? All the things. I don't want to leave anything on the table when I take my last breath. And I don't want you to either. So I did come up with journal question for you. I like to come up with journal questions on these moon cycles um, to really help you to help set and solidify the energies that are available during the current moon cycle. So the one I came up with for this full moon, super full strawberry moon in, um, in Sagittarius is how can I take the thoughts that support me and put them into action on my healing journey. How can I take the thoughts that support me and put them into action on my healing journey? And then, of course, if there are thoughts you need to shift, if there are energies you need to transmute, you can do that. But that can be a starting point. Looking at the thoughts that support you can be a starting point. And again, Sagittarius is a fire sign and it loves, it craves action. So don't just ruminate in your thoughts because Gemini is going to pull you back to your thoughts. Go take some action on something. Don't be inactive. Sagittarius is giving us this 
this push, this impetus to take action on something. It might be something you've been thinking about for a while, or it might be an intuitive hit that comes to you seemingly out of nowhere over the next few days. Whatever it is, explore it. Sagittarius, like I said, it's the adventurer, the explorer. And going back to Neptune, if you start feeling confused about what comes to you, go back to the first intuitive hit you had. Use that as your starting point and put everything else to the side for a moment. With all of this, this mental air energy of Gemini and Mercury and the fogginess and illusion of Neptune, you may easily become deluged with thoughts and ideas and mind chatter. If that happens, just pause. Take a moment. Take a breath. Go outside and put your feet on the ground and get grounded. And go back to the first intuitive thought or inspiration that you had and follow that. It's like the difference between, I don't know why this just came to me, but when I was little, we used to vacation a lot in Lake Tahoe, California, which is one of the most gorgeous places on this planet. And we used to go to the buffets. There were three casino hotels in uh, on the south shore of Lake Tahoe. And um, Harris, Harvey's, and the Sahara. And we would go to the, they had these amazing buffets with the most scrumptious foods. And we would go to the buffets. So that's, I don't know why that popped into my mind, but this is all, it's like the difference between a big buffet where you have so many choices and options and a menu at a restaurant where you make one choice. So make your one choice knowing that the buffet, the buffet is available if your first choice doesn't fulfill you. Again, that's just kind of an analogy to use when you are flooded with thoughts and ideas and inspirations. Choose one, knowing that the rest are still over there and you can go and choose something else if you want to. But before we end, I wanted to do something different this week. So I pulled a card for us. I used the Moon Deck card deck, which is one of my favorite decks. And as I started to shuffle the cards, one card fell on the floor. So I chose that card because I knew that was the one that wanted to be part of this conversation and to be seen this week. Its message is very simple. And I will post a picture of this because it is absolutely beautiful, but I'll post a picture of it. And I just saw its card number. I didn't notice this before, but it's card number 13. Yesterday was June 13th, which was my mother's birthday. So that's why this card wanted to be chosen. Um, But I'll post a picture of this on my Instagram page so you can see this beautiful card. But the message is really simple. It, It says, I am ready. Thank you. I am ready. Thank you. So that tells me that you're ready and that you know you're ready. You're ready for your next step. You're ready to increase your capacity to heal. You're ready to expand into more of the beautiful things that life has to offer. You know, as I say in the intro to my podcast, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. And that's what I, that's my intention with everything I share on this podcast, whether it's a solo episode about moon cycles or something else to do with healing and and grief or transformation or spirituality, or whether it's through a guest that comes on and shares with us. It's all about helping us heal so that we can find the moments of joy. All right. So I think that's all for this week. 
I would truly love to hear what you're ready to release, what next step you're ready for on your healing journey. If you would like assistance with your next step, with releasing something, if you don't know what it is that's ready to be released, I can help you do that. I can help you uncover what it is and then help you release it through some of the readings that I do. So if you would like assistance, reach out to me through email at info at or on Instagram and gift yourself an illumination reading, or we can talk about which other reading would be most in alignment with where you are right now. I also have a calendar link where you can go directly to sign up for an illumination reading or any other kind of reading. Um, we can, once you sign up and fill out the questions, answer the questions that are there on the sign up page, um, we can talk about what other reading might be more suited to where you are right now. The link is too long, so I'll just post it in the show notes. Um, yeah. So again, I would love to help you with whatever you need to release or in gaining clarity on your next steps or your path in general. So don't hesitate to reach out. And again, you can always email me at info at lorielatimer.com. I know that many of you have emailed me in the past. You know that I am very accessible. I do respond personally as of right now to all of my emails. Um, Within 24 business hours, I'm trying to set better boundaries with myself and not be on email and online seven days a week. Uh, so within 24 business hours, you will get a response from me personally. So I think that's it for now. Um, enjoy these amazing full moon energies because they're very potent. They're very powerful. And there's so much opportunity for healing right now. So until next week, as always, I am sending you so much love, light, beauty, and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Grief with Grace. Please be sure to like our Grief with Grace podcast Facebook page and find me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.